Well, I want to thank you for tuning in to the Remnant Radio program on this Tuesday, 424 2019. We're so thankful that you are tuned in. And for all those that have been praying for our family, just want to say thank you as we did have a new baby and we're super excited about a baby girl. I'll, I'll tell you more details about it if you follow me on my Facebook page. But we're not going to talk about it on this show for reasons which I think most parents would understand. But God is good and faithful, and I'm just so thankful you know, to watch the miracle of life take place before your eyes. And then you start thinking about the battle that we're in between light and darkness. Like I always say, uh, it's really a real battle. And when you see that beautiful baby, and there is nothing like it in the world. I mean, just nothing like it in the world. And so I'm a proud father and just cannot explain to you how blessed I feel today. So thank you for all those that have been praying, that know us uh, personally, and that are followers of the show. Thank you so much. It really means the world to my wife and I, and we truly appreciate it. All right, we're going to get into some of today's headlines. First, I want to just talk about this young boy. We haven't really mentioned it much, but the young boy that was thrown off of the third story at the Mall of America. You guys heard that story? Unbelievable. And I remember reading initial reports where the young boy was in critical condition. In fact, I think there was one or two outlets that even reported that he had been deceased. And I I remember we picked up on one of those for a minute and then we realized it was not a true story. What a surprise, right? Considering the news of today. Um, So you always got to vet your resources, check again, check again and make sure. Um, But anyways, what's happening right now is nothing short of a miracle. This young boy is on the road to recovery. And I don't know about you, but if you've ever been to a mall and you've been on the third floor and you see how far it is from the top level to the bottom, it's unbelievable to see this miracle. I mean, wow. And so thank you to all those that are praying around the country for this young boy. And I'm believing in Jesus name that he is going to have a full restoration and miracle. And we are believing that. I have not read the most updated reports, but I do know that he is, what the doctors are saying, on the road to recovery. And that says a lot because, as I said, those initial reports were saying, you know, very critical condition. And um, it's just amazing what God is able to do through the prayers uh, all across the world, all across the nation that are coming in for this young boy. Now, we got to remember, he was thrown off. And I know a lot of news Outlets are not wanting to report this, okay? But he was thrown off. Um, Now, here's where, you know, you're not hearing the reporting. Many are saying that the man who threw him off was initially one of the Somali refugees that were placed into this state, Minnesota, uh, during the Obama administration, okay? Now, I have not been able to substantiate those reports because the reporting is so uh, lethargic, we'll just say, and so vague on who the man was that actually did it, but there have been, you know, a good amount of reports online to confirm that the man was, in fact, a Somali Muslim. So, um, again, I am not going to be the one substantiating that, but I will tell you that there's been a good amount of reporting from the alternative media that has suggested that. So we're just going to say, regardless of who the man was, whether he was a Muslim, whether he was a Somali man, or whether he's just somebody who's demonized, the bottom line is, It's a horrible, horrific incident. And, you know, I I can't help but imagine that if it were, you know, a different circumstance, that all the mainstream media would still be talking about this today. And it would have been, you know, one of the biggest stories in the country, if not in the world. And the fact is, is that we didn't see too much coverage on it. Luckily, thank God for alternative media like this show 
that picks up on it. But uh, there is a redemption story. The Lord says in, in the Word of God that what was meant for evil can and will be turned around for good. And we're seeing that happen in this case where people have been praying all around the world, around the nation, and we're seeing, uh, it looks like at least, that this young young man is on the road to recovery. But how, how disgusting and horrific it is that somebody would, you know, it has to be nothing less than being demonically possessed uh, for somebody to ever want to do that to an innocent young boy or girl or anybody for that matter. That is a, a person that is under the influence of demonic forces that would ever do something to that level of decrepity or evil. And so I just can't even believe that, you know, we're having to talk about such things. And that is a, a segue right now into what's what happened in Sri Lanka. In Sri Lanka with these church bombings, and I can't believe that, uh, you know, former President Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, many others, you know, weren't even able to call out the fact that they were Christian worshipers. Does that just does that just annoy you? Because it really bugs me. I have to be honest, because, you know, we've seen, um, you know, in the recent instance, incident in, in Christchurch where, you know, there were a good amount of Muslims that were that were hit uh, in that attack that happened there and were killed. And they didn't have any problem saying, you know, we stand in solidarity with the Muslims that were hit by this terrorist attack. But when it came to the Christians, they say Easter worshipers. And I'm just going to speak to you guys from a pastoral standpoint for a second, because I have to say to me, that's because they can't say the name of Jesus and they can't, you know, because that is the name that has authority and power against the demonic. They know the name of Jesus. The demons have to flee in the name of Jesus. So it doesn't surprise me that we find these people that we already know stand for things that are completely against God's word, you know, and I, I'm not going to hold any punches back today. I'm not going to pull any punches. I'm going to say many of these people are demonized themselves, okay? And if they can't mention the name of Christ or, or Christianity and they have to say Easter worshipers, there's a problem. Houston, we have a problem, okay? And so I'm just going to call a spade a spade. And I know a lot of people pointed this out on social media, and thank you to those that stand up for the truth. Thank you to those that are willing to speak out. And I think more and more people are waking up every day. I really believe it because I'll tell you, I, I live in Southern California, and we go all around Southern California and talk to different people. And you know, I don't know what these people believe. We just start talking about issues. Now, I will tell you that people are pretty blatant when it comes to their liberal views. And they'll they'll say it right in front of you with no worry or concern because they feel like they're in safe zone out here. But there's also a lot of people that believe in, in biblical values. And I'm finding more and more of those people. And I think it's a silent majority. I think people have been conditioned to think that the East, you know, the West Coast and the East Coast are lost. You know, that there's not patriots in this area. You know, they I, I think people have been conditioned to live in fear. To think that, you know, we're the minority, we better not say anything, you know, better keep your mouth quiet because you're going to be persecuted. Now, I will tell you, you will be persecuted if you stand for biblical values. And it's not even about Republican or Democrat. I'm talking about biblical Christian values, which is what this nation was founded, you know, it was founded on biblical Christian values, right? Many people say Judeo-Christian values, but really, I mean, you know, the people of the, of the Continental Congress... They were prayer warriors. They prayed before the Congress got in a session. They they boldly stood up and, you know, proclaimed the word of God in, in their ordinances, in their speeches. You know, they were devout in their faith. And so don't let the rewriting of history from people like Howard Zen, which is now required reading in a lot of states in 
in uh, in the educational institutions, we'll just say, it's a lie. It's a rewriting of history. And we're going to have a, a couple of guests in the near future, by the way, that we're, we're getting prepared to have on the show. They're going to talk more in depth about this. One of the guests that we've had in the past is Dinesh D'Souza, which I think is an amazing person to talk on this subject. He really gets it right. He really does. Um, but regardless, um, here we are. It's now, you know, 2019, and we're getting one year out from... Uh, a very, very historic election, once again, like 2016, and I just hope that people are understanding the battle that we're in. I say it every day. I'll say it again. It's a battle between light and darkness, light and darkness, and it's a spiritual battle. The Bible says our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against strongholds and principalities, and that is what we're, what we're up against, friends. That is what we're battling. That is what we're fighting. So, um, anyways, I'm, I'm very happy to hear that the young man is recovering. I'm very disheartened and we were just so, so saddened to, to hear about the attacks in Sri Lanka. I have friends, uh, people that go to our church that have family members in Sri Lanka. Luckily they were not in the, um, in the incident, uh, but, but hundreds have died over 300 now. And, uh, I believe these attacks were orchestrated. Uh, these attacks were in fact, um, you know, carried out by Muslim terrorists, uh, radical Islamic terrorists, and that is a fact. And it was planned. They were planned. People are saying now these were actually very educated uh, people that really planned this out. And it was a very, very, uh, you know, I mean, they took time to plan it out like they did 9-11, you know. And so we're in a battle around the world, and yet you won't hear this battle on the mainstream corporate media. You won't hear people talking about it even in the pulpit because a lot of people are scared to talk about these things. But if we don't have this conversation, people don't understand the enemy. It's just like the devil. The devil's, you know, greatest lie is that he doesn't exist. Well, of course he exists. So, you know, we need to know who our enemy is and we need to know how to fight. And we fight by putting on the full armor of God each day and, you know, standing up against the wiles of the enemy. And that's what we do. And that's how we fight through spiritual warfare some things through prayer and fasting, you know, we got to, sometimes we got to pray and fast through things just to get, the, you know, some things are, are, are hard to, you know, deliverance needs to take place. Breakthrough needs to happen. Um, and that is only through prayer and fasting, you know, so we got to be prayer warriors. We got to learn to have a strong prayer life, you know, have intercessors in our life. If you, if you, if these terms are foreign to you, study them, intercessory prayer. You know, study fasting. In fact, my friend, I think Shane Edelman wrote a really good book about fasting. There's a lot of good books about fasting out there. Study fasting. Um, you know, get to know what it is, you know, and why God requires it sometimes. You know, he wants us to go deeper. And uh, a lot of things happen in prayer and fasting. And that is a very powerful, in fact, the most powerful weapon. The enemy does not want us to pray. But these are the things that are going on in our world today. Now, we see the, continu the continuous, relentless attacks against President Trump against the administration. They're now looking to go after his taxes once again. Uh, they're looking to, you know, uh, try to find something on him, even after the Mueller report, which he was basically exonerated. Uh, now they're trying to go after the obstruction charge. I don't know how there's obstruction when there's no collusion, but somehow, some way, they're trying to, you know, continue to find something on this president. And that's because they don't like what he stands for. And we're seeing crazy breakthroughs. I, I had the uh, two members from Unplanned on the past... Uh, cast members from the movie Unplanned on Monday and Tuesday, 
And I mean, we're, we're seeing major breakthroughs in our battle against Planned Parenthood, in our battle against, you know, uh, abortion, you know, and, you know, fighting for pro-life causes. And so I'm encouraged to see what's happening in our nation. And, uh, you know, let's continue to pray for the president, for the administration. And uh, I know the enemy is not going to stop. And uh, the Democrats are not going to stop. They're not going to stop trying to get this president out because they would love to put somebody in that wants to kill and to steal and destroy from our young people. Amen. So, all right, guys, listen, I got to make it short today because we have a you know very special thing going on in our family. But I just wanted to come out and say a couple of things on today's program. We love you. We bless you. We'll be back with a full show in the next couple of days. Thank you for tuning in to Remnant Radio. We love you guys and bless you in Jesus' name.